Hey legends, I'm Eliza Lee and you're listening to the Making of an Incredible MD, the podcast for aspiring medical professionals. Last season, we geared you up with a ton of different topics and ethical dilemmas to think about in the medical field. And on this season of the podcast, we're taking you behind the scenes of live MMI mock stations that we run for our students who are about to sit their med interviews. So stay tuned for a new station each week and hear a handful of our future med students give it a good old crack. Today on Station 10, we have another one of our University of Melbourne examiners, Jules, interviewing one of our aspiring med students, Phi. This station was run to GEMSAS timing, so we had one minute to read the station and five minutes to respond. And today, the station that five read was this. There is an outbreak of an incredibly contagious, life-threatening disease. The disease is spreading across the country at a rapid rate, and the survival rate is less than 50%. You are a senior healthcare administrator, and when the vaccine is developed, you have priority to receive the drug. What are the main considerations in this scenario? Sure. So um, the STEM said that I'm a senior health advisor. So my job is clearly to save lives. So with this vaccine, I want to um, employ a strategy where I can save the highest amount of lives possible. Um, Another thing to consider is that I want to distribute this vaccine in a fair way. Um, I want to... I want to make sure that no groups, like no minority groups, no, um, um, I just don't want to give the vaccine in a way where some uh, groups will be at a disadvantage. So ensuring that this vaccine is distributed in a fair manner, I think is crucial here. Those two considerations are probably the top two things that be running through my mind. Do you take the vaccine yourself or give it to another person? Yeah, I think this ties back to the fact that I want to save the most amount of lives possible. And... Uh, as I'm a senior health advisor, um, I think um, by giving me the vaccine and saving me from this potentially life-threatening um, illness, I can go on to, to save many other lives. I think all healthcare workers in this instant, because of their crucial work, just preventing the death rates of this disease, I think healthcare workers should also be given this um, vaccine and they should be prioritized to help them um, just Uh, benefit society as a whole. So I think by giving me uh, and those who are in healthcare and have a crucial role in battling this disease, um, the greater population is also going to benefit from this. So the vaccine becomes more widely available and the government mandates that everyone must be vaccinated before they go to work. Do you think this is fair? Um, Yes, because if since this is a contagious disease and the death rate was, I think, 50%, Um, By not taking the vaccine when it's available, you're potentially putting your other co-workers at a risk. Um, There may be certain groups that can't take the vaccine for um, valid medical reasons. And if these groups can't take the vaccine, other people must take this vaccine to protect those people. So I think um, if you're not taking the vaccine, you're jeopardizing the lives of others. But at the same time, there does, on the other hand, there does need to be a freedom of choice. So you should um, be able to make your own decisions. Nevertheless, in this instance, in my opinion, I think the cost of not taking the vaccine would outweigh the personal choice argument. So I think taking the vaccine and, being, and it being mandatory is definitely the way to go. So that's everything today.
did you have anything you wanted to add? No, I think that's about it. Awesome. So we're all done, Faye. How do you think he went? Probably should have elaborated on how I would have the vaccine distributed in a fair manner. Like maybe just randomly choosing people or having some form of like vaccine lottery or um, just systematically like choosing a person from each social group um, just to make sure there's a fair distribution. I think I should have probably explained the specifics of that more. I think I survived it. Okay. Well, I thought you did very well. Um, just to address that, what you just said just now, I actually yeah. don't think that you needed to talk about that. I don't think that's something that you missed. That was too important. Okay, sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So just generally to talk about your strengths, I think you're extremely clear. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you show great communication. You just showed a lot of knowledge and awareness of the situation. Overall, I would say your structure was also very good. Um, so just to go through some of the points a little bit more specifically. So some of the things that I did think you did really well was that I thought you, again, you followed quite a clear structure. And I like that throughout you constantly fell back on some kind of ethical principles that you, you know, knew about and that you were familiar with. It gave your answer more structure and it also made it made some more valid points that way. I think it was really good that you acknowledged the role of the doctor in being able to help more people with having access to the vaccine. I think it was really, really great how you talked about justice. That was a really important point to make. And I thought it was really good that you talked about, you know, making sure that everybody has equal access to that. And then again, when I asked you a bit more about whether you thought it was fair for the vaccination to be mandated, but it was really good that you emphasised autonomy, but also talked about the fact that it was important for everybody to be vaccinated for safety's sake. Um, A few things that I think you could have done better. My, probably my main piece of advice would be to just take a breath. So I know it's hard because there's a bit of a time limit, but Mm. you didn't, you know, you didn't have a problem with time. You actually finished early. And I think you jumped into the question and you kind of didn't really give yourself a chance to just think through, you know, take a breather and stuff like that. Like when you come in, you want to be really nervous. And so it's not a bad idea to just take a minute. Really important when you get a question to really answer that specific question. So when I asked you what the main ethical considerations were, I feel like you jumped a little bit into immediately talking about what you would do, which was the follow-up question. I mean, that doesn't matter much because they are related things, but it's a good idea to always just try and answer that exact question just because that's what they're looking to hear. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, another thing is I think it's a good idea to acknowledge both sides where possible. It's good that you knew that you knew what you would do as a doctor because um, it's really important to have a clear idea of what you think the right answer is. But I think yep. you talked a little bit more about why maybe it wouldn't have been appropriate to be the doctor to take the vaccine for yourself. So you know, I don't know, thinking about whether uh, it was you were on the front line of fighting this disease or whether you know you getting sick would prevent other people from getting it or stuff like that. Like it would have been yep. good to acknowledge a broader range of perspectives. Although I did feel like you did that really well in the, uh, the other question that I asked you about whether it's fair to have the vaccine for everyone. Just in terms of thinking about common ethical dilemmas, I think it's a good idea to kind of have an idea of where you lie. Just, um, you know, think through a couple of different things they can ask you and have an idea of what your opinion would be. I mean, never, ever wrote learning. That's really yeah. you never want to sound rehearsed. But it's not a bad idea to have an idea. And it did seem like, you know, you already had um, some opinions on the issue, which is really good. You know, if you ever get stuck, you can kind of try and think a little bit of like you get a stem and you're not really sure where you want to go and try and think about like what's at stake, who are the major players, what are some major principles 
that of ethics that I know about that can that I can apply here. What would I need to know more about, and what I shouldn't overlook. Something that I personally did when I was rehearsing for interviews is a way of thinking about some of these issues. Overall, I think you did really well. So you have really a really lovely manner. You have a great tone. You know, you were really polite and friendly when I greeted you. You had you know good eye contact. It's really good because I think a lot of people struggle because they don't know where to look at the screen. When yeah, you're, yeah. And you did a really good job just maintaining looking at the camera. It was really good that you saw clarification at some point when you weren't sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you asked me a follow-up question. It's completely fine to get nervous and to stumble a little bit. And I yeah. think really well with that. You were just like, I'm sorry, I just, I lost my train of thought. And then you went backwards and you kept going. And those nerves are normal. Everyone's going to get them. Yeah, they creep up on you. Yeah. <laughs> Regarding just the structure of the actual interview, is it the same way? Do I see the stem and then it disappears and then I speak to it in the I, actual interview? It remains to be seen, but I believe that's the idea. Yeah. So if you're ever, you know, you can't quite remember a detail of the stem, it's always better to ask than to just kind of try and go off memory. Yeah. But when yeah. possible, obviously try and remember the key things so you don't waste sure. time in there. Yeah. I think uh, what you said, just considering both sides of the story, just being a bit more diplomatic in the way that I think, but I think I would still, like, I would still choose a side. I would just try and elaborate why the other side would also have an argument. Yeah, awesome. And, yeah, just some general parting advice I have if you want it. Um, so these are little things that I did for my interviews that I thought were helpful. Um, sure. Day of your interview, yeah. I would apply if possible. So if you were doing these face-to-face, I would say have a chat with people in the waiting room, considering that... You obviously may not be able to do that over Zoom. I would recommend have a phone call with someone or have a Zoom call even better the morning before your interview. It will really just help get you kind of in that mindset because when we're nervous, we kind of stumble over our words and stuff like that. Thanks so much. No worries. Awesome job, Fi. And great to start practicing on really topical issues that are relevant to the current times and dilemmas we face right now today. Hope you enjoyed that station. And if you want some more real mock MMI practice, I'll leave the link to our mock MMI rounds in the show notes below. We'll see you on the next episode.